Welcome into another episode of the TBJ Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Jackson. And I'm Tucker. And today we will be covering the latest news surrounding the NFL, and then we will be doing our Week 5 preview. Alright, for the latest news surrounding the NFL on today, October 5th, uh, main news coming from this Sunday slate of games, uh, the Chicago Bears will be without running back David Montgomery for about 3-5 to five weeks after he sustained a knee injury late in the game on Sunday. Just awful news to hear. He was having a pretty good season. Yeah, he had a good game before he got out, too. Yeah, 100 two, yards, two, two touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah, yep. and then, I mean, knee injury, you just hate to see it. I mean, hopefully it's not a torn ACL. I mean, they're saying three to five weeks, so yeah, it's so. definitely not a torn ACL. Yeah, that's good news, yeah. Yeah, very good news there. Um, And then in other Bears news, uh, they have traded for the Dolphins kick returner slash wide receiver, Jakeem Grant, in exchange for a 2023 sixth-round pick. Not quite sure if they plan on using him in the offense a little bit or what the plan is there, but just something to keep your eye on. I mean, we've seen Jakeem Grant be used in the offense in Miami. I mean, very minimal, but yeah. he's an explosive player, kick returner, so maybe we'll see Matt Nagy and the Bears work something out for him. So, uh, And 49ers uh, head coach Kyle Shanahan told reporters that Jimmy Garoppolo's calf injury is not as bad as it initially had thought. Um, so, I mean, that's good news for 49ers if – they don't want Trey Lance starting, yeah. I guess. I mean, if you're 49ers, I, 49er fan, I mean, you probably want Trey Lance in at this point. You would think so, yeah. I would have thought he had been starting at this point in the season. I mean, Garoppolo hasn't been doing fantastic. I mean, he's been putting up good numbers with Debo Samuel over the course of the season, but, I mean, that's pretty much it so far. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, not good for the, the Trey Lance waiver wire candidate this week, but, I mean... We'll see how it goes in the future. I mean, it's a calf injury, so maybe yeah. it comes back. If he's not 100%, yeah, they'll definitely throw Trey Lance in there. Yeah, so uh, another Dolphins news. Dolphins wide receiver Will Fuller suffered a broken finger on Sunday and is considered week-to-week. I mean, he's been injury-plagued his entire career. I mean, yeah. Looking at his – I bet you if you went back and looked at all of the statistics, he probably has not played an entire season. I mean, this season he was – suspended the first three games and now this broken finger so i mean just not good news for will fuller i mean very explosive wide receiver but yeah just not good news to have nowadays so <laughs> on to the Bengals running back or Bengals running back joe mixon has or is day-to-day with an ankle injury but is trending in the right direction for sunday against the packers so i mean I think it's Samaj P. Ryan is the backup, and it's looking like he's going to be getting probably the majority of the workload. Yeah, I would think so. If Even Nixon if, isn't 100%, yeah. Yeah, if he's got this injury, so I mean, yeah, he's probably not going to be 100% on Sunday. So yeah, we'll probably see Samaj P. Ryan get a lot of the workload there. So um, in, uh, in Jacksonville Jaguars news, wide receiver DJ Chark has been placed on injured reserve with a fractured ankle. So I mean... Just good news for LaVisca Chenault and Marvin Jones owners, I guess. I mean, Yeah, they'll get more targets, definitely. Yeah, I mean, we saw that even Thursday night. LaVisca Chenault had his first, I think, 10-plus point performance on the season. And, I mean, Marvin Jones kind of stepped down, but he'll probably get back to normal. So, uh, But, yeah, just awful news to hear. I mean, DJ Chark, great season a couple years ago and then yeah. kind of sizzled out last year. Had some injuries last year. So, I mean, again, injury plagued, and you just yeah, need I saw to see it. could it. be his last... Uh game in a Jaguars uniform like his con- rookie contract is up this year okay yeah I mean yeah, it'd be interesting to see if he gets a second chance somewhere and if he can show that he has the talent still yeah. so um 
In other news, Washington football team tight end Logan Thomas suffered a non-contact hamstring injury on Sunday and is considered week-to-week, but it seems likely that he, uh, he'll he be missing at least one to two games. So, I mean, sad for me. I got him, and I feel like, in three leagues. So, I mean, yeah, I'm out I have there. him in a couple, too. I'm going out there trying to pick up uh, Dalton Schultz, Dawson Knox, any one of those Some guys. of the waiver wire pickups, yeah. Yeah, and then, I mean... We talked about Jared Cook being a drop candidate, but then he comes out Monday yeah, night has 19 a points yeah, or something. So, I mean, he could be a potential pickup too. Who yep. knows? Uh, but yeah, just sad news to hear. I mean, Logan Thomas, the former quarterback, had a great season last year and hadn't been really getting off the ground this year. Had two 10 point, perf- 10 plus point performances on the season in his first three games. So, I mean, yeah. good start, but just nothing s- crazy. Yeah, sad to see. Um, and then in other news, the Rams had a few limited participants in practice this week, most notably running back Daryl Henderson with a rib injury, and then tight end T- uh, Tyler Higby with an ankle injury. I mean, they play Thursday nights, so I mean, probably not good good news for those guys. I mean, if they're limited this week in practice, can't feel, I don't feel like they're going to be playing on Thursday. Yeah, if probably they, not. If they are, they're not going to be 100%, not getting a full workload, so... If, yeah, if you got one of those guys, probably going to want to bench them this week. And in other non-injury news or trading news, uh, the Chiefs have added Josh Gordon to their 53-man roster and is, and is on track to play on Sunday. So, I mean, great news. I mean, Josh Gordon, he's been in and out of the league for, I mean, he was drafted in 2012. And then yeah. that was his last full season. I mean, Gordon hasn't played a game in the NFL since 2019. And... Like I said, hasn't played an entire season since 2012. But, I mean, he played two games with the fan-controlled football league back in spring of 2021. They, they uh, got off the ground. He played two games with them and had seven receptions, 100 yards, three touchdowns. So, I mean, it's a decent sample size right yeah. there. I mean, uh, but yeah, that right there is a good sample size. And then you go back to 2013. In 14 games, Gordon put up 87 receptions. 1,646 yards and nine touchdowns. It's an average of 117 yards per game and 18.9 yards per catch. Just ridiculous yeah, numbers. That good he was good season up. there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he was an all-pro. And, yeah, I mean, ever since then, he has not played a full season. I mean, that wasn't even a full season itself, yeah. which is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he won't be playing a full season this year, and he's older now, so it's, it's hard to say if he'll ever be playing a full season again. But if he can get back to, I mean... That 2013 season, yeah. I mean, that was nine years ago now. So, I mean, the age has got to be uh, father time is undefeated, you know, yep. So I mean, ex- unless you're Tom Brady, I guess. But, yeah, Josh Gordon has captured captured five NFL records over the course of that 2013 season. He's the first and only player with 200 receiving yards in two consecutive games, which then translates, I mean, most consecutive games with 200-plus receiving yards, two games. Two. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I mean, the most notably here is, I mean, most receiving yards in a two-game span, of course. I mean, those two 200-plus-yard games. Yep. And then most yards in a three-game span. And then the most yards in a four-game span. I mean, he had 774 yards in a four-game span back in... It was like November to December of 2013. Yeah, that's almost 200 yards a game. Yeah, that is absolutely ridiculous numbers that he was putting up. And who was the quarterback for the Browns back then? 2012? I mean... I couldn't even tell you. Who knows? I mean, it was back then, it was that... 
just Carousel. Coy. Yeah, Cole <laughs> I have McCoy, no Derek Anderson, yeah, uh, I have no Jason clue. Campbell. I mean, it was probably wasn't even one quarterback. I mean, it could have been probably multiple, had yeah. three, four quarterbacks over the course of that season. Be interesting to go through and look at that season. See who see it actually who, is, yeah. All the quarterbacks that had a pass attempt, at least in that season for the Browns. But yeah. I mean, he was with the Browns, and he was putting up that number, those numbers, and when the Browns were bad. Yeah, that was yeah. The Browns were the laughing stock of the NFL for I mean, the last twenty years. I mean, besides the last like two years, the narrative has started to change. Yeah, but, but before that, yeah, before that, yeah. I mean, they didn't win a game. They went had that winless season. I yeah. mean, that was after brown paper bags on their heads. Yeah, it's just Browns. Yeah, but Josh Gordon, that shining light in the Browns organization. If he would have just stayed off the weed, as yeah. uh, Stephen A. would say. I mean, it's just unfortunate that his career has been tarnished due to that. Yep. But be oh. interesting to see how he has, if he has an impact on the Chiefs. I mean, they don't really have a third really wide receiver. I mean, McCall Hartman, but he hasn't really done a whole lot this year, and it's been the Kelsey and Hill show. Yeah, it definitely has. I even, in one of my leagues, I dropped Mecole Hartman, picked up Josh Gordon. I yeah. mean, Josh Gordon's the upside, projected. Yeah, the upside is just unreal. It's I mean, a lot higher, yeah. Yeah. No, it's be interesting to see yeah every year when there's that news i mean he was signed by the seahawks one year yep and i mean wasn't he signed by the patriots or am i thinking of antonio brown might be ab yeah might have been signed by the ravens no i don't know but anyways yeah he bounced around and yeah it was just like every time you'd see him get signed by a team it's like ooh, gotta go pick him up that might be a sneaky play there Uh but yeah yeah, i mean he never really played out in those games since that 2013 season but yeah he's got pat Mahomes throwing him the ball yeah so i mean he's got a good opportunity. He's got here, a I very think. good opportunity. If he, yeah, he can show that he's still got the talent. There. I mean, he showed it earlier this year in the fan controlled football league. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and he's probably available in almost all. 20, actually, he's available. He's only rostered in like twenty five percent of leagues. So it is twenty. I mean, that's yeah, a lot more than some of the waiver wires we've been talking about. Oh, so. for sure. I mean, yeah, like. It's just he's available out there. I mean, I'm surprised that he's even in 20%. But, I mean, that people probably saw last week, oh, Chiefs signed Josh Gordon. It's like he's probably still a free agent in fantasy, but I'm going to pick him up. Yeah, right. So, I mean, it's just, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how Josh yeah, he'd Gordon. Yeah, it'd be worth a bench spot to stow away. Yeah, Just definitely. in case he has that potential to get some points for yeah, you. Yeah, the potential for 18.9 yards per catch yeah. or 117 uh-huh. yards per game. Like, yeah, I know if... It'd be a great pair next to Tyreek Hill, and I mean, he'd be the Chiefs' offense would be unstoppable. Oh yeah, it'd be like AB last year with the Buccaneers yeah. after he came and just lit it up, and they were electric. Very great comparison there. I mean, AB had his ups and downs in the mm-hmm. league too. So I mean, yeah, maybe pretty similar players. I feel like, but yeah, yeah. very be very interesting to see. Very interesting, and yeah, we just hope for the best with Josh Gordon. So that is it for the latest news surrounding the NFL. All right, here we will do our week five preview. Starting out, we'll go over, I mean, just recap our picks so far this season. I mean, my picks so far in the season, I'm 39 and 25. Tucker's 41 and 23. I mean, very close, yeah. slim margin there. I mean, in the ESPN pickums, I mean, we're both above the 80 percentiles. Yeah. So, I mean, pretty good picks for us there. But starting out Thursday night, got quite a game there. I mean, Rams 3 and 1 at the 2 and 2 Seahawks. I mean, Seahawks kind of had a slow start to the season, got pounced by the Vikings a couple weeks back, but beat the 49ers just last week. But Seahawks' defense, fifth worst so far this season. They have only, um, they've allowed eight touchdowns, only have one interception so far on the season. So, I mean, it's just not, they're just not getting turnovers. Yeah, no. And that's going to be tough to shut down the Rams' offense. Yeah, with no turnovers, definitely. 
they're the Rams passing offense is fourth best so far in football. 11 touchdowns. Matt Safford's only thrown two interceptions. I mean, some streamer candidates maybe this week. I mean, not really streamer Robert Woods, but he just hasn't been doing yeah, too good this season. Yeah, he really season. hasn't. At all. Caught a, a touchdown this past week, but still very sad performance. Sad, I didn't even think he had over, was it 15, 16 points? Hardly. Yeah, barely. With a touchdown. But they've, uh, Sean McVay said he's he's kind of upset that we haven't been working, or that they haven't been working Robert Woods more into the offense. But, I mean, they're up against the fifth worst pass defense this, this Thursday. So, I mean, Robert Woods, Van Jefferson, Deshaun Jackson. You choose your pick there on which one you want to yeah. get a deep bomb on. You know what I mean? Like one of those guys is probably going to catch a cut, catch a touchdown. I mean, Van Jefferson led the Rams in receiving just this past week, and Deshaun Jackson's Deshaun Jackson. I mean, he's got always that, got that potential. Yeah. So I mean, any one of those guys, if they're available and you need a wide receiver, could be a potential streamer candidate this week. But I mean, yeah, it's just the Rams' pass defense is even the eighth worst in football too. I mean. They have only allowed four touchdowns, though, three interceptions on the season. So a good touchdown-interception ratio, yep. not like the Seahawks. But, I mean, the Seahawks, and they're right around the middle of the pack and passing offense. So, I mean, I'm expecting this game to be very high-scoring. Yep. And, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a great Thursday night. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I that. got the Rams. Yeah, I got the Rams, too. I mean, Rams are just – they're the Rams right now. I yeah, mean, their defense is just, I feel like – a lot better than the Seahawks defense. Very much so. I mean, and yeah, you got Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald. I mean, those two right there are just mm-hmm. amazing. But two of the best defensive players in the league, yeah. if not the best. Yep. So, uh, yeah, definitely both got the Rams there. So, next game we have the 1-3 Jets at the 1-3 Falcons. And uh, I'm just going to start out by saying I'm taking the Jets in this one. Are you? I got, I got the Falcons. I mean, I think... Either way, it was a tough one. There's been a lot of tougher games to pick this week, I think. Yeah, there's a lot of bad teams i feel like going up against each other and uh i mean the falcons pass defense is the 12th worst in football 11 touchdowns zero interceptions wow so i mean zach wilson that's the one thing where he's been struggling is with the interceptions so i mean if the falcons can obviously get a couple of the first interceptions of the season which it's week five now so i mean yeah if they don't get an interception this week it's probably the falcons defense is probably one of the worst in football it's gonna be the worst yeah so i mean Zach Wilson, Jamison Crowder, two potential streamer candidates this week. I mean, we talked about Jamison Crowder in the waiver wire, but I mean, the Falcons' pass defense is bad. I mean, they let up 30 points to the the Washington football team just this past week. Taylor yep. Heineke had quite a performance. And yeah, I mean, the Jets' pass defense is actually pretty good this year. 12th best in football, top half of the league. Only allowed two touchdowns, no interceptions, but they have 13 sacks. That's right up there, top of the league, but think yep. like number two or number three. And yeah, Jets are surprised, sneaky good defense there. I mean, Robert Sala came over from the 49ers. Yeah, we're, the defensive coordinator. Yeah, yep. he's a defensive coordinator there, and he's a defensive-minded guy. So he's turned it around pretty good, and I feel like Jets were off to a rough start. But I mean, rookie quarterback, Zach Wilson, he's going to have some turnovers. Yeah. So, I mean, it, and the Falcons haven't forced an interception all season. So I, I feel like the Jets are coming off a win this week, a good win against the Titans. And yeah, it's going to be a good week for Zach Wilson and yeah, they're going to get their second win of the season. Yeah, I think this is an 8.30 game, I want to say. Really? I want to say it's an early game. Oh, yeah, it is. It's in uh, it's in London. Yeah. That's what, it, yeah, it's yep. the London game this week. So, yeah, yeah you got first it. London game of the year. <laughs> yep, or I mean. Overseas game, or whatever you want to yeah, say. Yeah, poor, poor uh, London fans getting to watch the Jets and Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'll be a good game, I feel like. Yeah. It's two uh, pretty high score, not high scoring offenses, but I think 
pretty poor defensively, I think there'll be some points yeah, scored this the, game. Yeah, the Jets' pass defense is pretty good, but their run run defense is one of the worst fantasy-wise. I think the 32nd-ranked um, fantasy run defense. So, Cordero Patterson's going to have another... Cordero Patterson, 30... potentially Mike Davis, gets gets finally his, he gets yeah. on the right track. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, Cordero Patterson's just been unbelievable. Number two running back now That's just crazy. Fantasy. It is. It's absolutely crazy. I mean, considering us as Packer fans, we watch Cordero Patterson as a wider receiver and kick returner years back in Minnesota and yeah he's just moved around the league now I mean he was with the Bears last year he's just moved around and now he's one of the best fantasy running backs in football do you think you can keep it up for half of the season how do you you think I don't know I that's the one thing that I'm I mean, he definitely can't keep up the performance they had last week. Yeah, I mean, no. three touchdowns. They were all receiving, too. He had mm-hmm. only six carries, I believe. But, I mean, it just shows he's being worked in the passing game and in the run game. So, I mean, if he's getting both the opportunities, he can sustain that, I feel. I mean, at least 10-plus fantasy points. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like That wouldn't be a crazy thing to say for the rest of the season. No, no I, I it wouldn't. And that would be great for Cordero Patterson. Uh-huh. I mean, if you can get... 10, 15, and score 20 points every once in a while. I mean, yeah. and he shows the potential he can score 30. So, yeah, no, it's just it's the fantasy ups, the upside for Cordell, I feel like, is unbelievable right now. Mm-hmm. But coming off that 36 performance, I feel like it's you can only really go down from there. Yeah, like, it'd be interesting to see. It's going to be very interesting to see how he does against that Jets defense. But, yeah, so, yeah I got the Jets. You, you got, got the, the Falcons, Falcons yep. right? Okay, yeah, for a second, or first, or second game, we already did first, so... Yep. Next game, I feel like we're both going to ha- be a consensus here, but 3-1 and one Packers at the 3-1 and one Bengals. I mean, taking the Packers yep, all, all the way. way. Yep. <laughs> uh, Packers defense, eighth best in football. So, I mean, their defense has actually turned it, ar- turned it around after week one. I mean, on the season, we have 10 touchdowns, the three interceptions. And we had but five of those touchdowns five in the first week, game. Yeah, yeah, in week one. So, I mean, after week one, yeah. take out week one, it's five to three. That's a great comparison right there, or great ratio to yeah, have. Uh-huh. But then, I mean, you can't forget about the Bengals' defense, too. I mean, they're the 14th best, top half of the league. Four touchdowns, the third, three interceptions. So, I mean, they're shutting quarterbacks down pretty good. Yep. I mean, I, I'll start off by saying this, too. I mean, the defensive ranking, 14th best, it's all based on yardage-wise. That's yeah. just how I looked at it. And then yep. I just look at the, the interceptions, touchdowns like that. But, yeah, four touchdowns, the three interceptions. That's could not be a, bad in four games. Could be a rough day for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers' offense, but... I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers and the Packers offense. So, I mean, (laughs) I'm not worried at all. Packers are going to win this one in Cincinnati. Next game, we have the 0-4 Lions at the 1-3 Vikings. And looking at the research for these teams, they're very similar in almost every single statistical category. But the like running offense like vikings running offense is better of course they got delvin cook yep. all that that just sets them apart but i mean i got the vikings in this one i do too they're it's hard to pick the and four lions i mean they both looked really good for the records that they have i agree yeah. I, mean, I mean the vikings could put easily a, be three and one yeah vikings could easily be three and one i mean even they, undefeated i mean last week i mean they only scored seven points but still they only they allowed played them to the 14. end yeah, yeah they mean, played them to the one end touchdown too i mean you look at 14 points you think they have Two That's touchdowns, right. but it was a touchdown, two-point conversion, and a field goal. Two field goals. Two field goals. Yep. But, yeah, uh, it was a very close game in Minnesota, and they easily yeah, could be one of the better teams in the league if a couple of things go right throughout all those games. So, yep. I mean, But that's probably the case for most teams. But uh, the Lions and Vikings, uh, I mean, their offense, pass offense, Lions are the 11th best, while the 
Vikings are the tenth best. I mean, very similar. Seven touchdowns, nine touchdowns, two interceptions, one interception. That's Lions, Vikings there. And I mean, pass defense to sixteenth best, eighteenth best. I mean, middle of the pack there for both of them. And still touchdown interception ratio just about the same. And then run defense too, ninth worst and eighth worst. So I mean, it's just very close teams there i mean statistically yep and i but yeah i mean the vikings are just i feel like a better team all around oh yeah and i mean they have more sacks on the season they're gonna be able to pressure jared goff and i mean it's zimmer he's a defensive guy he's gonna be able to put pressure on jared goff and make him force some turnovers and yeah it's gonna be a, a good day in minnesota for the vikings i feel like yep i agree Next game, we have the 3-1 Broncos at the 1-3 Steelers, and I'm riding the, the Broncos here. I mean... I got the Steelers. You got the Steelers? Yep. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's understandable. Steelers are off to a rough start, so I mean, they got to turn it around at some point, I feel like, but Broncos' defense is just so good this year. Yeah. I mean, they were top five, I feel like, going into week four, and then, I mean, they were up against the Ravens' offense. I mean, they lost there, but... They didn't. Uh, they held them to minimal points, yards. Yeah. yeah, it was, and yeah, very little points. But I mean, Broncos pass defense, six best in football, three touchdowns to four interceptions. I mean, yeah, it's always good when you have more interceptions than touchdowns allowed. And yeah, Big Ben, not the quarterback he used to be. So yeah, I saw somewhere today that he's a little hurt too. Yeah, I mean, hip injury or something. Hip injury know. now. I mean, it was a left pectoral like two weeks ago. So yeah, he's not 100. percent I mean, it's in Pittsburgh. Their defense is it's playing all right, but I don't know. It's going to be a close game, I think. It is. It's going to be a close game. I mean, uh, it is, we're unsure about Teddy Bridgewater, I feel like, at this point. He went into concussion protocol. Um, I guess I didn't really even see any news on him yet, but Drew Locke might be the starter this week, and the Steelers' pass defense is the 14th worst in football. I mean, 1,000 yards allowed, eight touchdowns, only one interception, and the interceptions are the main thing that plagued Drew Locke. So, I mean, if the Steelers aren't forcing turnovers and Drew Locke doesn't have any interceptions, it's going to be a good day for Drew Locke and the Broncos offense. Yep. So, I mean, I don't know. I just, the Broncos, they did only score seven points against the Ravens. So, I mean, kind of scary there, but you give Drew Locke, if he's playing, I guess, you give him a full week of preparation. Should be I mean, good. he was there all last year. I mean, he knows the offense. Knows the offense. But yeah, just taking first team reps in, in the week prior to a game just helps out the quarterback and just makes him feel more comfortable. So, I mean, yeah, I, I guess I didn't really see if Teddy Bridgewater will be out Sunday or if he'll be playing. But yeah, I feel like either way, Broncos offense is going to do pretty good against the Steelers defense. Yeah, uh, be a good so, one. So yeah, see. I got Broncos. You got Steelers. Yep. Okay. All right. Next game, we have the Dolphins, the one and three Dolphins at the three and one Buccaneers. And I mean, tough one. You're insane if you don't take the Buccaneers yeah. here. Buccaneers, I mean, yeah. Broncos, or not Broncos, sorry. <laughs> Buccaneers pass defense is the worst in football. So, I mean, that is the one thing that could be their um, their kryptonite going forward. It could be yep. Jacoby Brissett is, I mean, a decent quarterback. We saw them do all right last yeah, week. He's put up mediocre numbers they had some good fantasy numbers this week i mean i guess not joe jacoby Brissett, but uh Devontae parker mike gesicki two pretty good games there so i mean those two guys could be streamer candidates um i mean Devontae parker is easily a waiver wire ad too i feel like we just totally miss him he was a former first round pick and has done pretty good throughout his entire nfl career but he had a pretty good game this past week and i'm guessing yeah i mean we saw Mac Jones go off against the Buccaneers on Sunday night. So, I mean, I'm expecting uh, 
expecting the Jacoby Brissett to have a pretty good game against the Bucks. It'll yeah. probably be a pretty high scoring game too. Next game we have oh yeah, I mean we both took the Bucks. Yep, right? Bucks. I was thinking we yeah, didn't say that, no, but we yeah. both took the Bucks. Yep, yep. Uh next game we have the two and two Saints at the two and two football team and no matter how much I want to take the football team now, it, their defense isn't good anymore. I'm taking the Saints on this one. I got the football team. You got the football team, eh? Yep. I mean, yeah, they looked great last week, but, I mean, Falcons offense, not too good. But yeah, Falcons defense isn't too good either, but... Yeah, it's the uh, the Saints and the football team are two of the worst passing defenses yardage-wise, but the touchdown-to-interception ratio is vastly different. The Saints or the Saints have a five touchdown to seven interception ratio. That's, Pretty good. Yeah, I very mean, good. Again, you have more interceptions, touchdowns, very good. Then you look at the football team, ten touchdowns to one interception. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. And yeah, I mean, Jameis Winston hasn't had the great season he uh, so far, but I mean, I'm expecting the football team's defense. I mean, to stay where they are. Jameis Winston will probably have a good day against them. <laughs> Yeah, probably another high-scoring game here, just like we saw with the football team and the Falcons last week. It's probably going to be a pretty high-scoring game. but yep. And, yeah, it's hard to take the Saints after they lose in overtime to the Giants. But, I mean, the Saints, yeah, just a bounce-back week here, I feel like, for them. And, I mean, they have the second-best run defense in the league, too, only allowing 3.1 yards per carry and two touchdowns so far in the season. Yeah, so, that's good. Yeah, pretty good numbers there by the Saints run defense. So, yeah, it's going to be hard for the football team, I feel like. But they're going to pass the ball a lot. Yeah. So it'll, it'll be, be a pretty close game, I think. Yeah. It'll probably Just like the both, te- both teams had close games last week, I think it would be another two close games this week. Yep, very or much. Close yeah. game this week, I should yeah. say. <laughs> All right. Next game, we have the 1-3 and three Eagles at the 3-1 and one Panthers. And, yeah, I mean, Panthers pass defense, still number two in the league, but they allowed four touchdowns to Dak Prescott last week. Uh, so, I mean... Potential for Jalen Hurts to have a pretty good game there, but I, I'm I'm taking the Panthers. Yeah, me too. There, I mean, Sam Darnold has looked great so far this season. I mean, he's leading the league in rushing touchdowns. Yeah, he's leading the league in rushing touchdowns. If you can believe that, five touchdowns so far on the season. Uh, Derrick Henry has four and at number two. So yeah, I mean. He had two rushing touchdowns just this past week. So, I mean, yeah, each of the last two weeks, I think. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're using Sam Darnold in any way they can. And, I mean, with uh, Christian McCaffrey out, you got to get score touchdowns. Yep. So, I mean, any way you can score points, it's going to benefit your offense. And Sam Darnold, yeah, four touchdowns last week. Eagles defense hasn't looked the greatest, but they're the seventh best pass defense yardage wise, only allowing 800 nine touchdowns to one interception so i mean again touchdown interception ratio off there so i feel like sam darnold is going to have a pretty good game i mean the the eagles have the second worst run defense too, 4.4 yards per carry and four touchdowns so far in the season so i mean i feel like chuba hubbard's going to get uh uh, get going on the ground yeah. I and mean, he had a, a abyss or not an abysmal but uh, a mediocre very, yeah, yeah mediocre performance this past week but yeah they're the panthers are looking good their offense is i mean looking yeah they really played good. pretty well against the cowboys last week yeah so. i mean dj moore had a really good game and sam Darnold did too and yeah eagles defense like like i said i mean they look good but it, it's not the greatest there so i feel like the panthers are gonna win this one too. yeah i do too Next game, we have the 2-2 two two Titans at the 0-4 Jaguars. And this might come as a surprise, but I'm taking the Jaguars. Really? Yeah, yeah. I got the Titans. You got the Titans. I mean, yep. yeah, they are coming off a loss to Zach Wilson. That's so, true, I mean, yep. Uh, they're probably 
just steaming out of their ears. Like, how the hell did we let that happen? So, I mean, they're probably going to come up with some vengeance. And the Jaguars' defense, not very good. They have the uh, third worst pass defense. Only allowing six touchdowns, but in one interception on the season. So, I mean, touchdown interception ratio is not quite there. But the Titans' pass defense, they're the 10th worst in the league, too. Eight touchdowns to two interceptions, only allowing or only having eight sacks on the season. And the Jaguars, they have the least amount of sacks in, so far in football, too, with five on the season. So, I mean, it's going to be a great day passing, I feel like, for both those offenses. And, I mean, then you got Derrick Henry, too. Can't forget about him. Yep. He's just probably going to go off. But I feel like. The Jaguars are going to come out. I mean, we saw the stuff with Urban Meyer in the in the news. He just hasn't been doing good. He was caught at a bar. And, yeah, and dancing with a girl. Acting irresponsible and all that. And, yeah, so, I mean, I feel like he's got to turn it around at some point or he's going to get the boot. You yeah, know, before I mean, the season's even over. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's interesting to see if the Jaguars can pull out their first win against the Titans, much like the Jets did. So I feel like they will, and uh, Trevor Lawrence will get his first win in the NFL. Next game, we have the pa- the one and three Patriots at the one and three Texans, and uh, yeah, there's really not much to talk about this game. I mean, I'm taking the Patriots. Yeah, me too. I mean, Patriots' pass defense is really good so far this year, only allowing three touchdowns, five interceptions so far. I mean, they shut down Tom Brady last week. Yeah, and they, they did very well against Tom Brady. Yeah. And they had four interceptions against interceptions against the rookie Zach Wilson and now they're playing the rookie Davis Mills who had four interceptions last week so not looking good for Davis Mills I mean hopefully Tyrod Taylor's back I guess I haven't really heard anything about him but uh I mean Davis Mills against the Patriots that's just a recipe for disaster yeah Patriots all the way (laughs) Patriots all the way there next game we have the two and two Bears at the three and one Raiders um, I'm taking the Bears in this one. I got the Raiders. Raiders, yeah. I mean, they looked good. They had a good comeback there on Monday night against the Chargers, but uh, I just feel like the key to beating the Raiders, I mean, not like it was really a worry to people. I mean, they're 3-0, and yes, but they're not an amazing team. Yeah. Derek Carr looked great so far this season. They have one of the, if not the best passing offense so far, but the Chargers showed how to beat them and i mean the key to taking down Derek carr and the raiders offense was to just put pressure on him and they did that and the bears can do it too they're number one in sacks they have 15 sacks so far on this season so i mean i feel like they're going to come out and they're just going to put pressure on Derek carr and he's not going to be able to get the ball off and i mean yes bears are a question mark they're at quarterback we don't quite know who it's going to be i mean they say if andy dalton's healthy he'll be the starter but he's not really healthy so it looks like fields is going to be the guy maybe again so he got his first win last week and i feel like he's gonna he's on a roll i mean their offense looked pretty good with him in there and i mean they have damian williams stepping in for the injured david montgomery he looked pretty good too so i mean the raiders run defense is the 10th worst in football average or allowing 4.9 yards per carry and six total touchdowns through four games so i mean there's the potential there for damian williams to have a fantastic day and that's going to set the tempo, and yeah, I feel like the Bears are really going to win this game. All right. <laughs> Next game, we have the 3-1 and Browns at the 3-1 and Chargers, and this is going to be a great game, I feel like. A very good game. Not, It's going to be a, a low-scoring game, I feel like. Uh, I feel like the Browns are going to be able to shut down the Chargers' defense. I mean, Browns are the third-best pass defense in football. Six touchdowns, two interceptions on the season. 
but 14 sacks so far. They did have the nine against the Bears that one week. So, I mean, a little bit of a skewed numbers there. But, I mean, the Chargers have the fourth worst run defense in football, average or allowing 5.3 yards per carry. Only two touchdowns, though. But, I mean, Browns, chunt there. I mean, number one rushing offense in football. Uh, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt there. 709 yards total, nine touchdowns That's in crazy. four games. Like. That is just ridiculous. That is very crazy. I didn't realize and, that many I mean, yards. not just those two, I guess. I mean, there's probably a third string in there. I feel like I got a touchdown in one week. Like Maybe, yeah. Dar- Ernest, his name, or something like that. But still, all of those guys count as the offense. They'll be playing. And, yeah, I feel like the Browns are just going to run the ball, run the ball, and run the ball again. Yep, that's what they do. That's what they do. They We saw it against the Vikings. I mean, they just beat the vikings down i mean it was 14 to 7 low scoring game they just controlled the yeah. ball ran Time it possession yeah so i mean i feel like they're gonna do that again this week against the chargers so you got the browns i got the browns i got the chargers okay well interesting there but yeah. i mean chargers they have looked good i mean they beat the beat the raiders just this past week they look yeah really good on monday Chiefs, night so. yeah i mean both two really good teams here yeah two very yeah i mean i'd say two of Maybe the best team. I mean, in the AFC minus the uh, Chiefs, of course. But I mean, yeah, definitely. Two I got yeah, teams. I got a Super Bowl bet on the Chiefs to win in Vegas. So I mean, hopefully that plays out. So far, looking pretty good. So, but yeah, I got the Browns in this one. No yeah. matter how good I think the Chiefs or Chargers are. Yep. Next game we have the one and three Giants at the three and one Cowboys. And yeah, I mean, yeah, Cowboys. Cowboys. <laughs> yep. Uh, Cowboys pass defense has allowed more yards than the Giants, but the touchdown to interception ratio is a little bit different. Um, Cowboys nine touchdowns to eight interceptions so far this season. Trayvon Diggs coming away with an interception in every single game so far this season. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Just ridiculous there. Uh, and then the Giants. I mean, their touchdown to interception ratio. Interception ratio seven to two. So not as good as the Cowboys. I mean. Cowboys are going to have a day with Daniel Jones. I mean, he had 400 yards last week, but yeah, no, I mean, the Cowboys defense has been really good this season. And yeah, they're I mean, playing pretty they've well. They've allowed nine touchdowns, yes, but I mean, they played Tom Brady. So yeah, their only loss is to Tom Brady. Yeah. And Tampa Bay. That's, yeah, it's a pretty good record to have. So yep. yeah, Cowboys there. I mean, there's no question. <laughs> Next game, we have the 2-2 two two 49ers at the 4-0 Cardinals. The lone undefeated team in the NFL, the Cardinals now. I mean... I think they're going to stay that way too. Yep, very much so. I mean, I got the Cardinals and you got the Cardinals here. I mean, they are the 10th and 11th best pass defenses in the league. That 10th being the 49ers, 11th being the Cardinals. So, I mean, neck and neck. But uh, the Cardinals are... Both have allowed seven touchdowns, but the Cardinals have four interceptions to the 49ers, one interception. So, I mean, a little bit of a difference there. Um, but Cardinals... Seventh worst run defense in the league. So, I mean, could be a potential day for the 49ers running backs. I mean, if they're getting Elijah Mitchell back, Jamichael Hasty, Trey yeah. Sermon, could be a good, gay, good day for those guys. And, I mean, if Trey Lance is starting too, I mean, that just opens it all up. So, yep. could be a potential upset there by the 49ers. They've looked good so far this season, played a lot of really close games, but cardinals they're just so freaking good yeah they're really good i mean kyler murray is just looking fantastic mvp through four weeks so far i mean it's just ridiculous what that cardinals offense is doing and yeah i mean cardinals remain undefeated this week so next game we have the three and one bills at the two and two chiefs and just looking at the stats from these two teams you just feel like the chiefs are gonna uh, or the bills are just gonna 
beat the Chiefs outright. I mean, the Bills, number one pass defense in football, three touchdowns to seven interceptions, only allowing 595 yards. But they went up against Big Ben week one, Tua week two, Taylor Heineke week three, and then Davis Mills week four. Yeah, so So, not really any big competition yet. No, not really. I mean, Big Ben, the best of those quarterbacks, and he's in the twilight of his career. Yep. So, I mean, the Bills' defense, yes, they're really good, but the Chiefs' offense is just as good. I mean, it's Pat Mahomes. You got... Tyreek Hill having three touchdowns, 180 yards last week. Sunday night football. Sunday night football. That is the most important thing right there. I mean, that's going to be such a, time. Yeah, such a great game. Travis Kelsey, too. I mean, he had a blackluster game last week. He'll probably step it up this week. Yeah, and then we might even see Josh Gordon in there. Josh Gordon. I was just, you took the words right out of my mouth. I can't, I mean, hopefully we see him. I'm guessing we'll see him in at least one play. You know, he'll probably, they'll just throw him in for one, maybe throw the ball his direction or something. But yeah, no, I'm excited for this game on Sunday night. Uh, I got the Chiefs though. I got the Bills. You got the Bills. I think the Bills defense can stop Pat Mahomes. Yeah, you think so? I think, I mean, even though you say, I mean, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Pat Mahomes just, one of the best offenses in the league. I think the Bills' defense can get it done. They had two shutouts already this year, which it's really hard to do, but they weren't against the best offenses. But still, I mean, shutouts aren't always easy to come by. That is, that is very true, yeah. I mean, they shut out the Dolphins week two and then the Texans this past week. So, I mean, yeah, two lackluster offenses there. But, yeah, Chiefs, pretty good defense there. But, yeah, Bills, or Chiefs, pretty good offense, yeah. but Bills pretty good defense too. i think yeah. uh josh allen will out throw pat mahomes this game oh yeah i mean the chiefs their pass defense is the sixth worst in football i mean seven touchdowns three interceptions allowing 1100 yards i mean just about what 300 yards a game so pretty far much, yeah. so uh yeah i th- i got dawson knox as a potential streamer again this week i mean not even streamer he's a waiver wire at this point you probably you're gonna want him on your team yeah and yeah it's i mean in one of my leagues i got him as my second tight end to george kittle and it's like how do you bench George Kittle who's projected 13 for Dawson Knox who's projected 7? Like, it, I just it's don't tough. get the projections there, too. Yeah. I mean, Dawson Knox has been having a great start to the season, and he'll probably keep it up again this week against the Chiefs. And, yeah, probably be a high-scoring game. I feel like the Chiefs' offense is just going to overpower the Bills' defense. But, yeah, Bills' offense against a lackluster Chiefs' defense, that's a recipe for a really good game. Yeah, but, yeah I got the Chiefs, you got the Bills, so yeah. it'll be interesting to see. I mean, yeah, I, I love the Bills, too, as a team. I had them as my Super Bowl favorite last year, and, I mean, I got them again this year, too. I got a Super Bowl bet on them this year. So, I mean, yeah, I think the Bills are a good team, but, yeah, Chiefs are just so much better. And I, I'm looking to the future, too. Like, I'm thinking potential AFC matchup, AFC championship matchup. Oh, this matchup. definitely could be the AFC and, championship uh, matchup. You just think, oh, yeah, Chiefs are going to beat the Bills now, and then and the, the Bills, Bills will have the game plan to beat the Chiefs in the championship Never game. thought of it that way. <laughs> I mean, I'm just overthinker. Like, yep. So, uh, but yeah, I just I think the Chiefs will win. But, yeah, Bills are probably put up a really good fight. Yeah, be a so. good game. And then, yeah, really good game on Sunday night, and then we get a pretty shitty game on monday night we got the one in three colts at the three and one ravens i mean i got the ravens yeah you, you colts won their first game last week against a backup quarterback or dolphins you know i mean jacoby Brissett. i mean he's all right but yeah the colts they're just not good i i mean not at all carson wentz just hasn't shown that he is what he used to be and, I mean, the Colts run defense, 15th best. So, I mean, maybe they shut down the Ravens offense. I mean, it is 
Latavius Murray there too, which potential streamer, he had 15 plus carries last week. But I mean, Monday night, who knows what can happen there. I mean, but yeah, Ravens. Yeah, I think there's just such a better team. Like they'll come out on top. So much of a better team. I mean, better quarterback by far. I mean, Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, Marquise Brown didn't drop a D bomb this week. Yep. And yeah, I mean, it's the Ravens. They're three and one. They beat the Chiefs. They're one of the better teams in the league. So I mean, if you take the Colts, I mean, you're probably just a Colts fan. (laughs) Yep. And uh, yeah, that is it for our week five preview. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the TBJ Fantasy Football Podcast. And be sure to tune in next week where we have our week five recap along with our waiver wire candidates along with our drop candidates.